You're listening to the Renew Life Church podcast. We hope this message inspires you and challenges you to become a true disciple of Jesus. To find out more about us, go to RenewLifeChurch.com. Well, for our very limited time together this morning, um, I'm going to be reading out of John chapter 15. Uh, We're talking about union with God. This has been a season in my life about the past, I don't know, two to three months, and I I can't escape it, and I don't want to escape it. And that is, what does union with a father look like? I was recently um, on a trip to Colorado and on my way back, I had a layover in the airport in Houston. And so there I sat at Papacitos. Can I get an amen? Oh. There I sat at Papacitos with my fajitas overlooking like the atrium of the Houston airport, right? And um, how many people watchers in the house? All right, there's all our judgmental people for the people. (laughs) And my hand was up. Uh, generally people watching is a very, it's a, it's a, it's a bit judgy. Okay. It's like, okay, that guy didn't wake up in time. Better luck next time. Like as he runs through or it's like, okay, she did not spend enough time on her hair this morning. It's a fairly judgy process. Uh, but I, and what's funny is because of the season that I've been in, in union with the father, what I've been doing is I've been asking this question very, very frequently in my day-by-day life and every daily activity. I spend a little time judging first, okay? And then I sit and I ask the Father, what does union with you look like in this moment? What does union with the Father look like in this moment? It's probably safe to say it's not judging people, but I, I, I love the question because he always meets me there. What began to happen as I sit in this airport is I began to just hear story after story after story of people walking by, just in the spirit. It's like the Lord was just whispering to me, saying like, yeah, this is their situation. Great, Lord, I'll pray for them. This is their situation. Yeah, Lord, I'll pray for them. And, and um, it, sounds, it sounds a little bit spooky, perhaps, but here's the truth. The Lord is actually deeply, deeply, deeply invested in your day-to-day life. He's not exclusively interested in just meeting you here on a Sunday morning. He is actually invested and interested in every single decision you make, every every single action you take, every single thought you have. It's actually who he is, and he wants to meet you in that place. So let me read out of John chapter 15 and verse 4. Bless me. John chapter 15, verse 4. Remain in me, and I will remain in you. Someone say remain. Remain. Union with the Father looks like remaining in him. For a branch cannot produce fruit if it is severed from the vine, and you cannot be fruitful unless you remain in me. We make a habit oftentimes of breaking our union with the Father. We come into a a worship environment and it feels like we're starting from ground zero. Or for some of us, it it feels like we're starting from like negative eight, right? Just depending on the week. And so it takes us that first song to kind of acclimate. It takes us the second song to kind of finally like pull our hands out of our pockets with a yawn. (gasps) And then song three, you know, you might get like in the gift giving stance here. And then song four, You're in there. You know what I'm saying? 
Unless it's like today, then you're like laying in the floor somewhere just crying. But this is often what we envision union with the Father looking like. And it is true that in part, that's what union with the Father is. But I believe and I have experienced that union with the Father is not just for moments. Union with the Father is actually a lifestyle. You see, there's no off days for a branch. As we read in John chapter 15 that Jesus is the vine and we are the branches, let's consider like an actual real tree. A branch doesn't get the opportunity to say, I don't really wanna be a branch today. I'm out. You guys produce the apples. I'm gonna detach. <laughs> it doesn't work that way. Therefore, there's no off days in the kingdom. There's no off days in the kingdom. That is why moments like what we just had, the power of the Holy Spirit that goes before you, that walks alongside you, that protects you all around, that's why it's important to understand that day by day, decade by decade, and decision by decision, the Father desires union with you. Because when there's no off days in the kingdom, that can sound exhausting and that can sound daunting. But union with the Father is the fuel unto living a successful kingdom life. Union with the Father is the fuel unto a successful walk with Jesus. I'm gonna go back to the very beginning of time in Genesis and creation, verse 26. In Genesis chapter one, it says, then God said, let us make human beings in our image to be like us. They will reign over the fish in the sea, the birds in the sky, the livestock and all the wild animals on earth and small animals that scurry along the ground. So God created, get, get the repetition here. So God created human beings in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. Something to understand about scripture is when there's repetition, it means look, pay attention, check this out, exclamation point. You see, I sense that there's some excitement whenever the father created Adam, whenever the father created Eve, furthermore, when the father created you. Yes, yeah, I created them. I created them in my own image. They're gonna do incredible things that I've set before them and it's gonna be amazing. I've created them, I created them, I created them. We were created in union with God for union with God. He would not create us just to send us on our way lest he walk beside us. And as we read in John chapter 15, a branch separated from the vine is of no value. I have no value. I add nothing. I contribute nothing outside of Jesus, my savior. It's who he is, it's what he does, and it's what he desires. Living in union with God is not just acknowledging that you came from the Father, but it is the process of returning to the Father time and time again. It's one thing to acknowledge in Genesis, I was created by the Father for the Father, but it's my daily decision to return to the Father time and time again. Dallas Willard, uh, amazing man, incredible author, mentor to, to many men that I admire and honor. He says it this way, our part in practicing the presence of God is to direct and to redirect our minds constantly to him. 
One of the greatest tools that we have as believers is given us by our Father. And that's the power of the tongue. Let me read Proverbs chapter 18 and verse 21. It says, the tongue can bring death or life. Ouch. The tongue can bring death or life. I love this. Those who love to talk will reap the consequences. That's aggressive. Like you, can't, you can't really say it without like a, you know what I'm saying? Like it's, that's, that's like nasty. I like it. The tongue can bring death or life. Those who love to talk will reap the consequences. So I heard something in our Brave Course study, and for those men in this room who went through Brave Course, you'll remember this, but Jason Valentin shared a statistic about the, uh, the capacity of the human brain and our ability to cognitively process thoughts and the rate at which we can process those thoughts. And I remember hearing that statistic going, mm-hmm, yeah, it checks out, my mind's pretty busy, yeah. It's a very big number. Well, I was really interested after reading Proverbs chapter 18 in preparation for this. Like, okay, so if that's how many thoughts I can have, how many words can I speak? And so here's what I discovered. And truth be told, I did not believe this whenever I first read it. So go with me here. We'll see if this, this finds you the way it found me. All right, let's start with thoughts. The human mind is capable of 49 thoughts per minute which is 2,917 thoughts per hour, which is up to 70,000 thoughts per day. Your mind is very busy. Now let's talk about words. We can speak, this, this is what gets me. We can speak, the average human speaks 150 words per minute, 9,000 words per hour, 216,000 words per day. Okay, let's go back to one minute. 49 thoughts per minute, 150 words per minute. So here's what this tells me. Uh, We talk a lot faster than we think, generally. (laughs) Just ask my wife. (laughs) Or your wife. Don't put me in the hot seat. Like you too, bro. But here's what it also tells me. There's a reason that he gave us this tongue. There's a reason that I can say things three times as fast as I can think something. But for some reason, you'll let a thought ruin your day. Some of you might have let a thought ruin the last decade of your life. Here's what I believe. The Lord has given us the greatest tool unto union with the Father in our tongue. This is why declarations are a daily part of my life. This is why I'm continually coming back to things and I'm saying, I'm saying things along the lines of, I am a son of God. I have what it takes. I'm qualified for every position that I hold through you. I, I can do all things through God who gives me strength because my tongue is powerful. And guess what? Yours is too. Union with God is worth it. It's worth every sacrifice you'll make. Union with God is worth every sacrifice you'll make. Union with God is worth every relationship that you will sever. Union with God 
is worth it. Much of the battle and our union with the Father is one and our ability simply to slow down and to ask the Father the same question that I opened with. What does union with the Father look like in this moment? There are symptoms when you're living in union with the Father. There are also symptoms when you are not living in union with the Father. I can tell you honestly, life is so much better in union with the Father. Slow down, ask the question day by day in every single decision you make, in every single breath you take. When you hit an impasse and your urge is to power through, stop. What does union with the Father look like? And oftentimes it'll come in situations where it's very inconvenient. Very inconvenient. For me, I, I have three kids, three small kids, um, eight, five, and two. At 3 a.m., I'm not my best version of myself. <laughs> One of two things happens, right? So I'm either gonna lay there in my flesh, I'm gonna lay there and I'm gonna pretend like I never heard my kids come in so my wife has to deal with it. Wives, your husbands are tricking you. They're awake. I'm gonna have like 18 guys out there like, bro, let's fight. <laughs> or I'm gonna wake up and be disoriented and I'm gonna be like, go to bed, just get out <laughs> when I'm in my flesh. But the Lord has been dealing with me in this, in this place. He's been dealing with me in this place of parenting in the gaps when it's really not convenient, when I really don't want to. Okay, Lord, what is union with you look like in this moment as I launch into this new business, as I choose to stay, even though I didn't get the credit that I deserved in your business, as I'm in the same fight over and over and over again with this person? What's your season? What's your situation? What does union with the Father look like in that season? Simply ask the question, I believe that the tongue is the single greatest weapon that the Father has given us unto union with the Father. It's worth it. Psalm chapter 51 and verse six in the New American Standard Bible, it says this. It says, behold, you desire truth in the innermost being and in secret, you will make wisdom known to me. Man. Behold, you desire truth in, my inner, in the innermost being, and in secret you will make wisdom known to me. Innermost being in the original, in their original language translates to shut place or locked place. Shut place, locked place. So let's reread that. You desire truth in my shut place, locked place. I get this image of like a cellar in your soul. When the truth is so inside of you, it's in that shut place, it's in that locked place. Jesus tells us in John chapter 14, six, it says, I am the way, I am the truth. Therefore, when Jesus is so locked inside of you, it's in your shut place, that secret place, that means it's unobtainable. No one else gets to touch that. My union with the Father is so locked up inside of me 
I refuse to be rocked. I will not come off of the hill. I will not lose my faith because I have predecided and predetermined that my union with the, with the Lord is worth it. Outside world doesn't get to, to touch it. Conflict doesn't get to touch it. Crazy drivers on Loop 250 sometimes get to touch it. No, they don't, ever, they don't get to touch it. No one touches my union with the Lord. It's worth it at all costs. My wife has, has a regular habit of deleting social media. It's worth it. Like she, she's missing out on conversations and connections with friends and all the things, but she'd be like, I don't know, just, I was feeling distance. It's, it's not worth it. <laughs> What's it worth? What's it worth? Union with the Father is what he desires from us and for us. Oh, that we would live in such a way that our union is uninhibited by the world. Thanks for listening. We hope you felt encouraged by today's message. If you need prayer or would like to connect with us, find us on social media or by going to renewlifechurch.com.